Hello everyone and welcome to Devotional Life. This is Paul. And this is Jeannie. Thank you for listening with us. Yes, glad you're with us again in this devotional time, this 10-minute slice of heaven, this time to turn our thoughts away from the world and onto the things of God. And so we are taking steps in faith. I think the last one was called, uh, what was it, Follow the Leader? Mm -hmm. And Abraham, Abraham, Abram found the right one to follow, and that's God, and he's following God's word, just like us. Mm-hmm. And so, where are we now, Jeannie? Well, I'd like to read some more from Genesis 12. Okay. And I encourage anybody who would like to read the whole account of Abraham um, to go through Genesis. It's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, well, we left off with Abram being 75 years old and his wife, Sarai, uh, going with him and, his, and Lot, his uh, brother's son and uh, family and all his wealth, livestock, they all had this big uh, parade, <laughs> yeah. not knowing where they were going and leaving their home and all their relatives. And it says that as they headed out, they headed for, and this is Genesis 12, 5, they headed for the land of Canaan. And when they arrived in Canaan, Abram traveled through the land as far as Shechem. There he set up camp beside the oak of M-O-R-E-A-H, Morah. At that time, the area was inhabited by Canaanites. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I will give you this land to your descendants. And Abram built an altar there and dedicated to the Lord who had appeared to him. So this seems like this is the first time the Lord speaks to him on his journey going nowhere that he doesn't know exactly where he's going to end up. And he's, out, he's trying to encourage all the people with him to, you know, keep following me. I'm waiting for the Lord to speak to me again. And so this seems to be the first stop. Seems like the Lord is saying, stop. this is it. Yeah, this is it. Take a look. Take, Take a, a look, look around. around. This is your promised land. This is where you're going to, uh, your inheritance is right here. Mm-hmm. And at that time, you know, being inhabited by the Canaanites, history tells us they were pretty wicked. Yes. But he didn't take that land over right and, away. Right. And you had said that... Well, the Lord was giving the Canaanites an opportunity to repent. Right. Which right. didn't happen. <laughs> he also has Abram and his whole family, who he's going to build on, uh, in training, right? Absolutely. Continue to trust him yeah. and say, okay, this is going to be it. But And so where is that right now? Is that where land Shechem is? Of, yeah, is oh, that that's Israel. Oh, okay. Oh, and that uh, in particular, uh, that's right about the middle of uh, of Israel, current day Israel. It's uh-huh. uh, the Golan. It's not the Golan Heights. Is it the Golan Heights? You said the shore or the Shechem was the West Bank. West Bank. Okay. <laughs> there it is. It's kind of a valley between two big hills. Yeah, which has a lot of action going on. Oh, even to today, that's highly disputed land, right? even right now. Right. And so, he didn't inherit it physically right then. God showed him where he was going to be and what he was giving him. But uh, he didn't He didn't end up inheriting it. He didn't know this. You know, he probably thought he was going to build his house there. <laughs> yeah. But um, it wasn't time. It wasn't right. the right time for his family or for uh, those that lived there right then. And we'll find out that 
and when we read Hebrews 11, that his descendants, which is going to be his son Isaac, and then Isaac's mm -hmm. son Jacob, they're uh -huh. all given that same promise, but none of them live there. They just live in tents, kind of like nomads. Right. So. Nothing says temporary like a tent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to pack it up and then collapse it and then walk so far. Oh, my. That must have been so much it work. must have been a lot of work, yeah. Right, and those people to trust Abram as he was trusting God to speak to him again. So, um, as it goes on in Genesis, they keep traveling, and then it said uh, that in verse 10, at that time a severe famine struck the land of Canaan. So, here God had promised them this land, took them out there. Can you imagine him and his wife? I mean, if you watch that movie, you'll you'll get a glimpse of the, yeah, his the, the realness of, his, of the people. But right. uh, think about it. You know, you're traveling, you're going, and you're thinking, okay, I, eventually I get to set up my kitchen yeah. and my house and have something permanent here. Yeah. And then a famine sets in, and they can't even eat, and they can't feed their livestock or the people that have come with them. And so Abram's got a choice, just like us when we hit a hard time and lose our job or finances go down or where we're living is... Do we trust that God is going to take care of us like He promised yeah. if we put Him first? Yeah. Or do we go and try to make our own way and figure it out? And Abraham and he took his group and they went to Egypt. And it doesn't seem to be God's will that they did this. Well, a few things happened that were kind of rough there. He first of all, almost loses his wife uh, to the Pharaoh there. <laughs> that wasn't... God's will. He lied about who she was. Well, she's my sister. Abram? Uh, no, wait a minute. He's the guy in the Hall of Faith on chapter 11. <laughs> so hey, he's we an all, ordinary person who buckles exactly under. Exactly right. We all have feet of clay. And God doesn't throw us overboard. No. He still keep. He is faithful even when we're not. And the other interesting thing, when they were in Egypt, as they scurry away from there, um, Sarai is given this maidservant Hagar. Hagar takes her with us. And those of you who know, <laughs> we're going to talk about Sarah next. Uh, Hagar becomes a thorn in her flesh and in her side and also her husband's. And that's where that whole nation comes from. Iran, right? Well, the Arab nations. The yeah. Arab nations, which hate the Jews. It's all such a mess. Just stay on the tr simple path that God tells you and trust <laughs> that when you're in a famine, then he's going to take care of you and don't go darting off in other directions. So um, just tells them, tells us that he's human. And then we go to Hebrews 11 and we read there in verse 9, because this has given us the highlights of Abram's faith and honoring him. It says, even when he reached the land God promised him, which we just found out was Canaan, he lived there by faith for he was like a foreigner living in tents. Yeah. So in other words, he still didn't see how it was all going to come together. So he lived there and by faith. Mm -hmm. And so did Isaac, Jacob, who inherited the same promise. So those are going to be his descendants. They lived in tents as well. And then verse 10 in Hebrews 11 says, Abram was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. Yeah. So he was given this temporary right. vision of this is where, you know, it's going to be established here, that promise I've given you. But the bigger thing that he seemed to have is that God has got a home for me, eternal, that's built by his hands. Yeah. 
And that way we're, we're just like Abraham. We're looking for an eternal city built by God, which is God's plan for us. And we're living right now in the temporary. And so I guess the big message is don't set your heart on things below, but set your heart and your mind on things above. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Uh, don't look for satisfaction here. It's not going to happen. So we're just traveling through. We're pilgrims in a land. We are pilgrims. So it would be good for us to learn this from, from the example of Abram and how he journeyed. Don't make the same mistakes he made. <laughs> Keep trusting Keep God, trusting when, God. It, when it gets to be tight. And know that you might not see the end in your lifetime. Like, for example, praying for somebody's salvation. You know, it, yeah. there's a Bible verse that tells us that our our generations after will be blessed after us because we we believed. Right. Like my, I think of my mom's prayers. You know, some yeah. of our relatives still aren't saved, but I know my mom's prayers are still working. Yes. And so, you know, my mom didn't get to see the fulfillment of some of those prayers being answered. But is it done? You no. <laughs> Just because she's not here and she's living in heaven, the answers are still coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are some beautiful thoughts, beautiful pictures. So I want to encourage everybody today, put your eyes on Jesus. Don't get so enthralled with the things here on earth that are passing away, all temporary. Jesus has a place for us in heaven. Father, thank you so much for this time and the encouragement of your word and allowing us to take this trip here with Abram and Sarai. Bless us, Father. That's what I'm asking, Lord, for your blessing on our lives today as we continue to walk in faith, trusting you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. See you soon.